0: want to have a sense of normalcy here and i just want to tell you that the reason we're able to come to you tonight is because this show is uh presented by goodyear um goodyear is a company that um is a rock um they've been making tires for for like a 100 years or something like that and we need things we can count on and um i'm just i'm just uh, I'm, i'm happy to have the support of goodyear it makes me feel comforted because Goodyear is a, a hometown for me. And so on a tough night, uh, I'm glad that this podcast is brought to you by Goodyear. Um, and you can find out all about them at Goodyear.com. And uh, of course, Goodyear is more driven. Hello and welcome to the Who Collective podcast. Um, we're not talking so much about the NBA tonight, which is sad. Talking about um, an epidemic, which is uh, unfortunate, and um, it's not something we ever wanted to do, but we wanted to try to um, get out as much information as we possibly can and what we know. So um, this was a planned podcast. I guess it's not an emergency podcast, but we're not going to talk as much about basketball as I uh, as I like to. Uh, joining us from Boston is uh, Jackie McMullen. Uh, Jackie, how are you? Well, I
1: think I'm like everybody else, a little flummoxed,
0: disappointed. Yeah. Mm concerned i'm in new york i was supposed to fly to london tomorrow that's canceled obviously um Hmm. this new york's new york is going a little bit sideways right now um right but that's uh that's life um we're gonna be okay uh kurt goldsberry is joining us from austin texas where south by southwest was canceled um yeah
2: i was eager to partake and see some friends and, and and connect and you know when south by got Canceled uh, a week ago. That seems like an eternity ago, Brian. Um, But, you know, the situation just got more and more serious since then.
0: What I'm going to say is that um, you, you all know what happened. You all know that the NBA suspended its season tonight after Rudy Gobert tested positive for coronavirus in Oklahoma City. Um, there are going to be other players who probably are going to test positive in the coming days. Um, there's a few things though that I just want to say at the top here. Um, I've been paying pretty close attention to this. Uh, I was pretty confident that this was going to happen. Um, it happened pretty fast, but, um, you know, it was, it was, it was pretty clear we were heading down this path and, and um, there was just no way that they could. I just never believed for a second that they were going to be able to play without fans. Uh, it was just, it was just impossible. It, they were going to have to suspend the season. And I, by the way, this is not I'm not reporting anything. I'm just telling you the way life is. There's not going to be sporting events played for a while. There's not going to be an NCAA tournament. I'm just telling you right now. There's not. Um, so we're we're just going to have to to hit pause for a while. And the one positive I'm going to tell you is that um, this is. We have a, 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 a test case. We have a we have some knowledge about this, and that's what's happened in China. And in China, they unfortunately had the uh, the coronavirus start there. And uh, in January, I think twenty third, twenty uh, second or twenty third, they shut down the Chinese Basketball Association. The country did what it had to do, um, mostly. Uh, Quarantine and lockdown in places, and um, the Chinese players have been called back to their teams um, uh, this week, and they're going to start returning to their teams next week, and they're aiming to begin play in uh, in early April uh, after their their season normally went on. Now, there's a lot of stuff going to happen in this country between now and then, but if you're listening to this podcast because you want to know about what's going to happen to the NBA – I think what happened in China is, uh, is, is you know, I can't say it's going to happen for sure here, but it's pretty instructive. You know, they they pretty much needed to shut down for two months. And um, it would not surprise me if that's uh, the ballpark that the NBA is headed into. Um, so I, 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 I think that uh, it's not all bad news. I think we're going to be fine. I think this is the right decision. Um, Jackie, no, no one's ever seen anything like this before. Um, right. What's your response to it?
1: Well, if I just may say this very quickly, I'm not sure I want to completely use China as our model, um, just because some of the horrific footage I saw early on during the virus when they were welding people into their homes and pulling people out of their homes. I don't think our country will do that. I look more a little more to South Korea, who had I think well over seven thousand cases and did some things that i thought were pretty effective by aggressively testing everybody which is what we should be doing you know in in boston here there's been some um, there's been some virus outbreaks and i know a lot of people who have been there was a there was a big biogen conference uh, brian in boston at the long wharf marriott and people who were at that conference were going to mgh because there there were some confirmed cases and they were being turned away because they didn't have enough of the tests so I guess my biggest question when we talk about this is, you know, when will testing be readily available to anyone that feels they may have been exposed to the virus? And I think in the wake of what's just happened with Rudy Gobert, I did the math. You're talking about, uh, uh, Brian, six arenas in nine days. They were at Cleveland, at New York, at Jackie, Boston, Jackie, at it's, Detroit. Jackie, it's way,
0: it's way more... No, but what I'm that. trying to
1: tell you is my. What I'm trying to tell you is tomorrow morning. Anyone that was at one of those games is going
0: to want to be tested. Jackie, it's not, just those games. Pla- it's not. Just I those understand games. that, but it's, I'm it's just all trying the, to tell it's all you that. The, it's all the players that played in those games that played other games. Exactly. It's all exactly. the officials. It's it's the whole league, Jackie. I mean, well, that's one my question
1: reason- all along was the was the officials. You know, I, I said some things on around the horn that the league didn't love the other day when, when they were keeping the media out of the locker room. I very loudly asked, "Well, what about all the fans in the stands and and all the people that interact? And what about the officials who fly commercially who hand?" These players, the basketballs, and are sweating and running up and down the floor at them right. during and, the and games. And that, that was what that was actually that?
0: A, a factor tonight. They ended up, they did play some games tonight, but they canceled the Pelicans Kings game. And one of the reasons why they decided to cancel it was because one of the officials in the game had recently officiated a Jazz game.
1: Right, thirteen so, different officials, Brian, have officiated a Ruby right. Go, Rudy Gobert game in the last nine days. Right, and they've 13 13 all gone to
0: the whole right. league is going to want to. My my guess, and these are guesses. I, I wish I could give you straight honest answers, but these are guesses. My guess is that much of the league will be put into a into a quarantine, yeah, uh, self yes. a self quarantine. Um, right. And um, the next few days, a lot of the players in the league are going to want to get testing, and they're going to have varying degrees of success. Um, you know, one of the challenges with the testing, with most of the testing, as I understand it, is it takes a couple of days to get a result. Um, in other parts of the country, other parts of the world, they have developed testing that goes faster, and we'll probably have that soon, but, um, right. uh, Ms. Kirk, Kirk, you used to work for a, for a team, you worked for the Spurs for a while. Um, th- there's no playbook for this, but, you know, if, what do you think the teams are going to be doing in the next few hours, the next day, few days to, to try to deal with this situation?
2: Well, I talked to a few of the teams and you guys did a good job of describing just how fast this spread across our 30 organizations. And if you talk to any of the teams that Rudy or the Jazz has, has interacted with in the last few days, um, you get a very quick, very overwhelming sense of urgency and panic. Nobody knows what's the, what's going on. Um, nobody knows how severe this might be for them or their families um, and this is not just a moment in NBA history or a moment in sports history. It's a moment in contemporary sort of human history. Uh, and the basic questions right now, Brian, that are facing some of these teams, um, that are facing the NBA, and they are facing um, all of us are how can we keep our society safe um, and how can we defeat this terrible virus? And nothing else matters until we can answer those questions. And the NBA, uh, as an American gathering place, as an opportunity, uh, to keep some of us safer, uh, and that's why it's prudent for them to do what they did today, Um suspend to the season until we have a firmer grasp on the situation. When you talk to the teams, they just want to know if I have it, my family has it, am I in danger, should I be quarantined? Jackie is talking about testing, but what we talk about when we talk about testing is knowledge and certainty, um, and we're living in a society that is just overwhelmed with uncertainty and fear right now um and i think if we can if we can get these athletes and their families and these 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 organizations and these basketball operation staffs and all the hourly workers by the way um, mark cuban did a nice job on our airwaves tonight of talking about how the ripple effect how it extends to to hourly workers in these arenas it's just it's, it's just so many people um but we all want the same thing we all want to know if we're healthy if we're if we're at risk, um, and our families are healthy, and I think what today and, and tonight's news came down to was the NBA having an opportunity to at least help uh, the United States and, and the international community, and the basketball community get a little bit safer. Um, but look, how can we? The teams aren't teams anymore. They're just they're just workplaces that are facing this thing. And, you know, the organizations are all going to do what they can do to keep their employees safe. And so that means the players, the coaches, the, the trainers, um, the ushers, the concession stands people. And, and that's a lot of work. Um, and so that's another great reason, Brian, while, while, while it's important for us to pause uh, from the games and just make sure everybody's safe.
0: Yeah, and I, I think, um, you know, I, I, I have many friends in China. And I've been talking to them throughout this process for months now. And uh, in China, I know that, Jackie, I'm not certainly saying everything that happened there, but in China, containment worked. Um, containment uh, was able to um, was able to slow it down. And um, one of the things about containment is you just can't have mass gatherings, which is why, um, at the very least, there was going to be um, no fans. I, I felt like that threshold was passed. Days ago, that there was going to be no fans, and uh, I just felt like there was no way that we were going to be able to continue to play games. So I think, you know, one of the things that was happening as the league was discussing today what to do, they were coming up, we were trying to come up with some action plans in the event of a hiatus. They were taking a look at arena schedules and things like this. Um, so that's what they're now going to focus on. The first thing that they're going to do is make sure their players are taken care of. And then they're going to monitor the situation. And, um, you know, my guess would be, uh, assuming that, um, the United States is able to deal with this, uh, like the other countries have. You know, Italy is in the throes of it right now. Some of the other countries in Europe are in the throes of it. Um, China is ahead of us because they had it first. Korea is ahead of us. Um, but if we're able to, to manage it, I, you know, as long as we're talking about the NBA right here, uh, I, I feel like there's a good chance that the NBA will get, majority of its season in and and most of its most if not all of its playoffs i don't think this is it's a very sad moment right now and it's a situation we have to evaluate all of ourselves first but eventually when things go back to normal which i believe uh they will to a certain extent um you know the nba will have a season there will be a champion is my belief um but i don't know what what other else you can say jackie because it all seems so trivial when it's so much of the country who's now being deal with this
1: Right, but you know, you you make a very good point, and it's a true point that while we're all reacting to this um, in in true time, the league has been thinking about this for a while, and teams have been considering this file and pl- mapping out their strategies for if we are playing in an arena with no fans, if we are n- suspending operations, they've been mapping these things out for a, a lot longer than we've been thinking about it, and you have to put your trust in. Adam Silver and the rest of the league to to know that they're going to do everything they need to do to keep people safe. So I don't know. I haven't I, I'm not privy to what the league has been mapping out. I don't know if they're going to have a shortened season or if they're going to go later into, uh, you know, perhaps into early July or something. I don't really know. I'm not privy to that information. I'm sure we'll find out in the hours and days ahead. Uh, but but I, I believe the same as you that they'll figure this out.
0: Hey, so I want to pause real quick and just tell you um, Sport Clips Haircuts. Uh, Sport Clips now offers Amazon Alexa and Google Nest device check-in online. So next time you want your haircut, you can enjoy all the features you already know from Sport Clips and use the mobile app to check in, and you can get wait times and choose your location and get in line. Um, Keep your time to yourself, and then go out when it's your time and uh simplify and streamline the process. Sport Clips, you choose to cut, and they cut the weight. And when you're running a business, uh, HR issues could really cause trouble for you. Uh, you have wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR managers' uh, salaries aren't cheap. They uh, get paid an average of $70,000 a year. That's why Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager crafting HR policy and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or chat in real time. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just 99 bucks a month. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, and you can cancel anytime. You did start your business because you wanted to spend your time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help you get your free HR audit today. You go to Bambi.com slash hoop and schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash hoop, spelled B-A-M to the B-E-E dot com slash hoop. Can I just for a moment here, just because I think people need it, not because I'm um, feeling this way, but can I just talk about a a couple of silver linings here Um, that maybe there's some rays of sunshine in these clouds or do do you not feel like it? I would say
2: I need it, Brian. Hit me. Okay. So,
0: this is, this, um, okay, everything's got to make sure they're all healthy, okay? But this actually opens up a whole hell of a lot of possibilities. You know, if we're going to allow ourselves a little bit of escapism in talking about basketball, if you'll just afford that to me, um, what happens if we get delayed a couple of months here and all of a sudden uh, injured players are able to return for their teams? What happens if this time away. Uh, allows Kevin Durant to to start to play for the for the Nets. Um, you know what if Ben Simmons, who's dealing with this pretty severe injury, is able to return for the Sixers? Um, what if you know if they have to push the schedule back a couple of months that the NBA uses it as an opportunity to reset their schedule a little bit and start the season later and maybe even shorten the season next season to accommodate a later season this year, which is something that we've been looking to do for a while. Um, one of the things I learned a long time ago in the NBA, and this certainly applies to life, is that very often uh, crises um, create opportunities. And, you know, Kirk, you talked a few moments ago about how the NBA in all this darkness actually has an opportunity to be a bit of a leader um, in, in sort of educating America and in focusing America on this situation. You know, when we emerge from this storm, there's a possibility that the NBA could have a window to do some things. Or to bring some things back that, uh, could potentially, you know, have the silver lining. I don't know if you guys can see that right now. Maybe, um, I think, you know, in my head, I knew days ago that this was gonna happen. So I'm, I'm maybe a few days ahead of people in, in coming to grips with this. And so I'm still sort of bouncing ahead, and so maybe I'm out of line here. Um but I, I it's one of the things I've been thinking about tonight as we've come to this. Am I way off base, Kirk? Do you think I'm a fool?
2: I don't think you're a fool. I think you're an optimist. I think a lot of us are I'm grappling I'm definitely not an with, optimist. <laughs> well, I think a lot of us are grappling with the basic idea that the shining light on our hill, the NBA, for, for some of us, for whatever that that's worth, is, has sort of been turned off for a few weeks at least. Um, and when it comes back on, it'll be greater than ever. I do share that opinion it will come back on uh it's just a question of if and when um it comes back on this season in the summer who knows um but you know i do think jackie you know what we can learn from south korea and putting our you know actions in in the in the hands of leaders and science and epidemiology and and learning from these folks we can end up at a higher plane um from a sports administration standpoint, from an NBA standpoint, surely, but also from potentially a public health standpoint. Maybe we'll learn some things here uh, about the greater good. Um, So, yeah, I share that. Um, I'm a little more pessimistic, Brian, that we're going to be able to, to ask these teams to just pause and then resume and then go play the playoffs. I mean, just look at it from a sports science perspective. I had one team rep talk to me tonight, and he said, can we really ask these guys to shut it down for three or four weeks and then just go out there and play in the playoffs? So I don't know what the plan might be, um, but imagine we have a four-week hiatus and we go straight into the playoffs. Is it fair well, here's my question: the players to do that?
1: But, Kirk, is it possible, and I don't know this at all, again, total conjecture on my part, that they'll way and I don't know if this even is possible, but when we talk about self quarantine, if they self quarantine their team and practices can continue. I don't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm.
2: Who does, does anybody? <laughs> we know, we know yeah. we do I mean, I think
1: the possible, point of self quarantine
0: is that you you stay by yourself and you right, don't right. Leave your house. But
1: I, but what I'm saying is you do that for 14 days, and then I don't know. I'm 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 really making this up as I go. You know, then after the two weeks self quarantine. You, I don't know what the league is going to allow or not allow. Uh, in,
0: but so, to Kirk's so again, point, you I,
1: can't I, start the season back up without any kind of you. You'd have to have at least a week to course. ten days of some kind of practice. or something. Of course, of course. And, and, and again, yeah.
0: I'll go back to China, not because I think that they are the beacon of all things, but this is but they are ahead of us dealing with this. Um, the team, from what I understand, the teams. In China, once they got out of self-quarantine and felt comfortable moving around, because life has gone on in China to a certain extent, but players have gotten have gotten together to work out and things in China. Now I don't know the what what the shape of the league is going to be. Um, China is a whole other situation. For example, um, players who have who've left and gone overseas, when they have to come back to China, um, they potentially face a, a two-week quarantine of uh, coming back into the country, and then they have to. They'll prepare to play. That's a whole other mess that um, would not be something that I could conjecture on right now. But again, if we look at what happened in China, there was some of that from what I understand. So
1: Right. Um, I mean, but if you're Jeremy Lin, for instance, is that what you want to do? You know, I mean it's it's getting late, right? I think um, Lance Stevenson's another player. Ty Lawson, those are the ones that I can think of off the top, off the top of my head. Interesting question for them.
0: Yeah, they. Very interesting China question. China has a different set of challenges, but I do right. think it's. I will say this though. For Phil, basketball,
1: I will say this because this, re- I mean, it's nothing it, like lockout or a player stoppage like that. But I can tell you, for all the lockouts I've covered, and I've covered more than I wish I had to, whenever players come back from a work stoppage like that, and this is for a completely different reason, boy, do they appreciate the game a lot more. They, you know, they they really appreciate. That this is what they do for a living, how much they love the game, the experience, being with their teammates, the fans filling up the arena. It really does give them a renewed sense of, wow, this is, I'm really, really, really love this game and I'm fortunate that this is my life's work.
0: Yeah, um, and this is something I har- our harbor hope for for our country. I, I don't know, who knows what will happen, but stuff like this can often be a unifying event. So, right, um, right now, and I can just tell you as we are speaking here, um you know, late on Wednesday night. I'm aware of this, but I can only imagine what is going on. The players are talking to each other. The players are talking to the teams. They're very, very shaken by this. Um, A lot of them just didn't see this coming. And, um...
1: You know why that is, Brian? Because they're in their 19s, they're in their teens and 20s and they think they're invincible. Like my kids do. You know? They don't think, oh, they've been making fun of this coronavirus. Now, all of a sudden, eh, not so funny. You know?
0: My, um... I was talking, I was working with Matt Barnes today and he attended, um, Draymond Green's birthday party over the weekend. There was a number of NBA players there and he said not one, and this is four days ago, he said not one person brought it up. Um, when LeBron was asked about it over the weekend, I think it was on Sunday, about whether he would play a game with no fans, um, he completely was like, no way I'm going to do that. I don't, honestly, I don't know this for sure, but I don't, I don't think he'd even thought about it. And it sort of showed in the way he walked it back a couple of days later. Um, I don't think it had come across the purview of a lot of these guys. So they're processing it late. Um, uh, well, relatively late in this process. And so, um, I think that they're probably going through a little bit of drama and trauma right now as we speak. Um, but eventually I think that that will enable it to be a unifying event, that they will go through it together. And, um, you know, most of them, uh, all of them, I hope, stay healthy, uh, throughout this. But I think it'll end up potentially being uh, something that they, they can use to bring themselves together. So that's what we can hope. Um, It's
2: Brian, it's not just the players. Like, uh, Jackie and I were both at the Sloan conference last weekend and i think jackie's got a good point some young people think they're invincible but it wasn't just young people a lot of us were talking about the the coronavirus non-stop at the sloan conference when we should have been talking about uh new metrics or uh or sports analytics um but some people were coming up and giving people hugs jackie i'm looking at you uh some people yeah, were giving high fives <laughs> some people were giving high I fives i think this thing has moved so rapidly um, it, it's caught a lot of us off guard. Uh, it's such a dynamic and fluid situation. I can't think of any news story of any kind that's moved this rapidly and this dynamically. From the beginning of Wednesday night, when I settled into my couch to watch the game I'd circled on the calendar tonight, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder hosting the Utah Jazz, which I thought would be a nice 4-5 matchup, Um you know, in the next three hours, I'm finding out that Tom Hanks has coronavirus, um, that Rudy right. Gobert has coronavirus. I mean, this thing just is exploding on all of us so um, yeah. quickly. I, I don't, I don't think we should single out players. I mean, it's happening to all of us in real time. I mean, we've come to expect a lot from LeBron, um, but you know. That's, that's just one question, and I can't fault him for, for staggering on the first time he was asked. I mean, I don't think I would have had a good answer for it when, when he, had, he he was posed with that question.
1: In Boston, I, I'll just, if I can, quickly read you the list of colleges and universities that are closed. Some of these college seniors who are on break, some of them are going to try to come back, but some of them aren't. These They're done. Amherst College, Babson College, BU, Emerson College, Harvard, MIT, Holy Cross, Merrimack, uh, Suffolk University, Northeastern, Olin College of Engineering, Smith College, Tufts, University of Massachusetts, University of Massachusetts Lowell, Wheaton, Worcester State. That's what my state is dealing with.
0: Yeah, I mean, this I don't has want been to remind you that uh, here. that Gobert was. Just in town last week.
1: I was at the um, game. Are you kidding? Half of the Sloan Analytics Conference. We were all yeah, there. We yeah. were at that game. All of us. My family was at that game. My husband um, and, my, right. and my son too. Uh, everybody.
0: Anyway. Everybody. I. I. We're going to be okay. I can't promise, but I. I you know. I, yeah. I'm. I'm going by everything I'm reading and everything I'm hearing from my from my friends in China. Obviously, not everybody was okay in China, but most people were. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this, and uh, we're going to have NBA basketball again, and we're not going to worry about it too much, and we're going to have podcasts, and we're going to talk about stuff, and, <laughs> we're, and it's not going to be about the coronavirus. We're going to take a look at all the teams, and we're going to look at, maybe it's not this summer's free agency, maybe it's this fall's free agency. Um, we're going we're gonna to keep going. We're going to keep uh, f- talking about it. Not tonight. This is going to be it for tonight. Um, I'm just going to say that we're all going to come together, and we're all going to be fine. I can't. I, I, I really do believe that, and I'm I'm a, a realist by nature, somebody to a pessimist, but um, I think we're going to be good. And in a couple of days, you're going to have a better feel for this, you're gonna be better prepared, you're going to be better mentally. Uh, I know because I'm in a good place right now. I was in a bad place over the weekend when I was realizing this was going to happen. Um, so um, thanks for listening to The Hoop Collective. Uh, appreciate you joining us tonight, and we'll be there for you, and we'll get through this together. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Kirk. All right. Uh, we'll talk to
1: you but soon. But I just want to say... I'm an optimist that's why I hugged you Kurt because I'm an optimist hey
2: I, I love it and shout out to all the healthcare professionals that are going to help us get us through this thing thank you guys so much
0: why don't you tell us if you knew over the weekend that this was going to happen I know <laughs> I, I told you a couple of, a couple of days ago